I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, we've got producer Joe somewhere here. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Flashback, we're back to Zooming. That is true, and on all the fun and joy that goes along with it. I was thinking, you know, how dreadful that is until I knew who our guest was. Now it's how delightful this is. So I'm, I'm today. I'm happy to be zooming in a podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, plus, talent, you're out on the road, so that's true. That's why I said we are zooming by uh, necessity, not out of choice in a sense, uh, but it's also by choice because that's the only way all of us could be in the same place at one time. Well, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I think you just took my, but that's what I said. It's a play, we were trying this Zoom thing again. I'm actually sitting up uh, on the, so- looking at the Columbia River here. Been up in the Pacific Northwest for the last two weeks. And we've uh, just all trying to get in the same spot at, at one time. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and Zoomers when we have to be. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. And as I look at the weather talent, I wonder, why did you leave? And why am I leaving at the end of the week? Because we're the only place in the world that's 72 degrees right now. I know it's going to be 95 here today, which will be cooking, but it's, it's been all over the place. It was like, it was perfect yesterday. Yesterday was about 80 degrees. It was really nice. Yeah. We are in a beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool and join us. Hey everybody. Don't be a freaking manus. Buy me a beer, not a freaking coffee. Go to, I like beer, the and click on buy me a coffee and then buy me a beer, which is gracias. And that's buy me a beer. Click the link on the website, you can't miss it. It's been updated. The whole website's been updated. You can't miss the things to click on. So when you do that, you support our podcast and help us keep doing this. Very much appreciated. Links there to our online store. You can sign up for the newsletter. Check out the gallery. I like beerthepodcast.com. So we alluded to it. Roots of our podcast are in brewery travels and visits. And talent, you've been on the road for two weeks. Uh, I've seen pictures. I've seen your your check-ins on Untapped. You've had some good beer. I've had, well, it's been kind of fun because it's like we're on a kind of a family trip, but somehow they've managed to let me go to breweries. So I'm like, yeah, I've hit like Russian River, Firestone Walker. Got to go to Lost Coast, which is one I really wanted to go to. Uh, another one really called Bowie uh, Beer Company in Astoria was really neat, and then uh, all a bunch up in this area in the, in the Columbia River. There's there's a bunch. I've, yeah, it's it's been good. I've got a bunch to share. Oh, and I got, I went back to McMinimans, a place we all really had a good time, and so I've got a bunch of Rui for you guys. Oh, that's awesome. great. We will meet you in Bend, Oregon in about a week. Yeah, looking forward to it. So the Genesis moment for our podcast is when we decided to rent a van and drive across California visiting beer meccas, um, iconic breweries, and as many micro and nano breweries as we could find up and down the state. Yeah, and then that, after that, we added trips to the Pacific Northwest, the Southwest, uh, British Columbia, uh, we've been down to Mexico, got a little bit there, um, but I think our beer travels pale in comparison to what our uh, guest today has done. Yeah, so let's bring him in. Hey, please welcome to the show, Captain Kurt of Epic Beer Trips. Great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this opportunity to talk about uh, traveling the globe, drinking beer, and having fun. Yeah, we, we we go up and down the Pacific Northwest. We went to Utah one time. Yeah, we did go to Utah. Maybe not the greatest beer adventure, but we had a great time. 
right? But it wasn't quite not as loaded as Burry's. But Captain Kirk, you're going across the pond. You're traveling from country to country. Yes, I am. And it, it's just kind of an interesting thing, the way this this whole thing developed. I was getting near the end of my other career as a management consultant uh, related to media sales and looking forward to getting out of that. And I took a, an extended trip over to, to Scotland with my wife and daughter. We stayed in Edinburgh for a month. And uh, it just kind of had little pieces and parts. That happened. I was going to retire my daughter gave me a book for Christmas one year. It's kind of like a oh, when a coffee table book. It's called 1600 Places in the World to Drink Beer. Oh. And um, I, So I had that book. And when my daughter gave it to me, I said, you know, uh, her name's Emily. I said, Emily, before I die, I'm going to go to all 1600. <laughs> and, uh, and then when I when I go to these places, they're either, you know, tap rooms, breweries, you know, pubs, I get the, the server to, to sign the book. So it kind of took on a life of its own. And then the, the, the story just kind of morphed into, if I don't make it to all 1600, I'm going to give the book to my daughter and she'll carry on the tradition. And uh, that whole thing just kind of uh, just really was just the seed of all this to say, man, how many places could we go and how many places could we visit? <laughs> how many different beers could we drink? And um, and just, just just think about the experiences that we could have in doing that. So, uh, so all these little pieces and parts were hanging out there. And then a friend of mine started a similar company. She does small group, um, travel for women. It's called uh, her dream vacation. And she just, you know, puts together trips and, uh, you know, puts them out on the internet and markets them and does small group trips for women. I'm like, geez, I, I could do that for beer. <laughs> so <laughs> all that is kind of like a Mickey Rooney movie. You know, you had all the pieces and parts and, you know, Hey, we have a stage, we have, you know, we have this, we have that. And we'll put it all together. And next thing you know, we have Epic beer trips. So, so uh, I've got two questions. First question is a scoreboard check. Where are we on the 1600? Yeah. You know what? I was on a great roll uh, until COVID hit. So I'm up, I'm up uh, back up. I think I'm in the fifties now. So uh, right. always, the, the first year I had it, I was in the twenties and wow. it didn't really, you know, uh, international, but it's also the United States. I used to travel for my job, uh, for other job. And uh, so I used to take it with me, but I'm, I'm getting back in the game now. So uh, uh, it's a great book. And some people get hung up like, well, if it's a book. It should be online. It's not updated. It's like you're, you're kind of missing the point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wrote it down. I'm going to take a look for it here after we're done. I figured you'd already ordered it. Yeah, I might have actually if I had better Internet service up here. Um, tell us a little bit about in terms of you talked about Epic Beer Trips. What, what is what is an Epic Beer Trip offer? Yeah. So basically what I do is, uh, you know, I, I, I pick a location. Selfishly, I pick locations that I want to visit or I have visited that I know they have a, a really yeah, a nice beer scene, either craft beer scene or traditional beer scene or a mixture of both. Uh, so I pick the locations and I go there and I do a scouting trip and uh, usually check things out and visit different places, introduce myself to brewers. Um, and, and, you know, one of the big things that we do on our trips, we don't do a lot of brewery tours. What we do is uh, we do these things called meet the brewer. So, uh, you know, I meet the brewers uh, prior to tell them what I do. Um, and I, I put together the trip. I put, just build the plan. I pick a city. Um, this year, we've uh, already done trips to uh, England based out of Manchester. Um, so that was a seven-day, uh, six-night trip. I stayed at the Brewdog Hotel in Manchester, also visited Liverpool, Leeds, and York. Uh, so we basically, you know, the trips are either seven days, six nights, or, you know, six days, five nights. 
Um, we picked the location, and then I set up at least one beer-related activity per day, sometimes uh, two, uh, sometimes three, depending on <laughs> how it's kind of, you know, uh, fall out. And then I also usually put some other fun activities in there, uh, but I also like to build in free time for the people, or we, I call them my beer trippers, for the beer trippers just to go do whatever they want to do in whatever city we're in. That's cool. Yep. So what's typical size group? Uh, well, what, what size groups can you handle? But I got a follow-up question. What's the typical size for best results? Yeah. Because it is a group that's traveling and close and drinking. And so we've done a bunch of that with, with very large groups and smaller groups. So what kind of group can you handle? But best best result size. Yeah, what um, I uh, in order for me to put uh, to actually execute a trip, I need ten people to sign up uh, for a trip. So it's a minimum of ten people, maximum of fifteen. So uh, I keep the trips relatively small. Um, so far, I'm probably averaging about thirteen people, thirteen beer trippers uh, on a trip, and that that number seems to be a good number. Um, we do, you know, when we go to different places, we travel sometimes by train between cities. Sometimes we rent, I, I have a driver in Ireland. I have this awesome driver. His, his name is Russ Lynch. He has this thing called the Russ bus. Uh, so those vehicles tech usually hold about 15, 16 people. So I like the, I'm, uh, I won't ever get bigger than 15 or 16, uh, but you know, 15 beer strippers plus myself. Uh, and that mid teen seems to be a good number. Um, the last trip we did a month or so ago in Scotland, uh, we had 14 on that trip. And it was it was just a fantastic group of people. There's a common thread, a couple of common threads that kind of run through the beer trippers. One, they, they really like beer. Um, some people really <laughs> love beer, but they really like beer. And they like to drink a lot of different kinds of beers. Uh, plus, the, the the real common uh, thread is they like to have fun. So uh, um, the beer trippers that go on the trip that just love beer and just like to have fun, they just kind of kick back and uh, realize that some things are planned on the trip, but also some things are unplanned so they can go do their own thing. That's the the, the best kind of match for, for someone going on one of my trips. They want some planning, some things taken care of. Yet they also want free time. So, because uh, um, there are a lot of people out there that can plan their own trip. And, you know, I talk to them, they go, Well, we can do this, we can do that. I, I said, Go for it. Because some people love to do that. Some people don't want to do that. Um, my trips are, they're also not 24 7 hand holding and not every minute of the day is not planned. So I'm kind of in that middle spot where people like some planning, some structure, yet they also like a lot of freedom. That sounds fantastic. I understand that we had a common friend on your last trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they say it's like a small world, right? So uh, a, a student it was her parents, and that could be the coolest parents ever for her <laughs> graduation present, took her on an epic beer trip to Scotland. And uh, so she's talking to me, she said, yeah, I noticed on Instagram that, you know, some of my teachers have this podcast and they follow you on, on, on Instagram. And yeah, it was kind of one of those. Wow, it's like you know, she had she reached out, I reached out, and next thing you know, I'm I'm on your podcast. So, uh, all right, hey, toast to, to Peyton. If uh, we're doing toast, roast, and pour, we toast Peyton right now for for helping us all connect. Absolutely. So, 
if someone's got this on their bucket list as, and it just sounds like the perfect balance of, of structured time and, and free time and adventure time, but someone's got this on their bucket list, they can do it once. What country should be highest? I hate to put things on a, on, you know, a priority list like that, but give me a country that should be high on the list for the beer lover, uh, the beer tripper, uh, yeah. to, to head to first to, to make sure they get this country done. Yeah. If, if you're a massive beer lover, like, you know, you just love beer and not just craft beer, but a lot of different kinds of beer, I would say England. And that's the trip. We stay at the uh, Brewdog Hotel in Manchester. Um, and so we we do uh, meet the brewer events there at, at Cloudwater. And then we go to Liverpool and we do the Beatles Magical Mystery Tour. And then we do a, a meet the brewer at Asvax. And then we go to York. We do this beer and taste uh, pastry event at Brew York. And then we go to uh, Leeds and go to Northern Monk. Um, and those are all meet the brewer events. And, and the cool thing about this, the, the England beer scene, it, it, especially based out of Manchester, there are just loads and loads of really great craft uh, breweries there. <laughs> um, they have this thing called the Beer Muta Triangle. It's Cloudwater, Track, and... Uh, I think it's called the Sure Shot or something. So there's and there are three breweries right by each other, um, and, and just just loads of really uh, quality craft breweries there. And then on top of that, you have this unbelievably cool pub culture, and you get the cask ales. Um, I fell in love with with British uh, dark milds. Uh, never really drank a lot of those beers until I went to England, and just. Uh, just a whole other layer of, of beer on top of this, this unbelievable uh, amounts of quality craft beer. And then you take these traditional English ales and, uh, um, and then you, you know, you have the cask ales on top of that. My experience with cask ales prior to uh, going to, to England wasn't, wasn't great. Um, but I tell you the last uh, I've been there twice up to Manchester and all those cities I, just the number of really quality cask ales that are out there, just phenomenal. So uh, they're great for day drinking, the, the lighter ones. Absolutely. You get that, you know, uh, 3.6% ABV and, um, you know, it just, and they're just, they have just a great uh, taste to them. And, and uh, you can, you can drink several sitting around the pub telling stories. So, uh, um, so that, that's the, that's the one for that pure beer lover. Now I can make an argument for the rest of them. I just added, we're adding a trip next year to, uh, um, Northern Ireland, um, Belfast dairy, and we'll go also to the Northern part of the Republic of Ireland to Sligo. Now that uh, great beer there as well, but that, that trip kind of factors in this unbelievable landscape and, uh, Giants Causeway, Sleeve Leaves Cliffs. So it, it kind of factors in that uh, outdoor landscape uh, thing that just it's going to make that trip uh, an awesome trip for different reasons. That's very cool. So I had a qu- real quick question, kind of going back. You talked a little bit about finding out new styles of beer for you, but what were some of the first beers that kind of got you hooked on craft beer or good beer and, and, and maybe yeah. paved the, your way to this where we are now? Yeah, great question. That you know, um, when I think back to when I first drank beer, you know, I, I was in high school, and my brother was a couple years older, 
And um, this was back in the 70s, so it's quite a long time ago. Um, and, and there was this beer called Slitz Malt Liquor, which was a higher ABV <laughs> beer. So my brother and his buddies called, started this thing called the Bull Team. So, uh, so that drinking beer in general, that was my first expo- exposure to beer, Slitz right. Malt you know, so uh, I don't even know. I, I I don't even know if you can find it anymore. But uh, you know, as things kind of evolved through the years, and um, I really, um, you know, I drank some craft beers over the years, but um, I really kind of was, yeah, I just wasn't that excited about them. And then uh, Brewdog built a, a facility here in Columbus, and so I went out there once with just a couple buddies. And they had an IPA, still have a New England IPA called Hazy Jane. And uh, it's, it's just a fantastic beer. So uh, so those hazy, you know, New England IPAs, that, that's kind of what sucked me into the whole craft beer uh, culture. And then, of course, you know, you get into all the different other, you know, uh, things in the craft beer culture, the porters, the stouts, and, you know, I, you know, just... Uh, West Coast ales, and you know the list goes on and on. So, right. uh, but I, I, if I had to pick one beer that sucked me in, that'd probably be the Hazy Jane from Brewdog. Nice. Yep. And then, in terms of talking about that, your trips, um, you, you highlight. Can you highlight a couple of the breweries that you get to be, take people to that that um, that kind of open their minds to something special? You, you kind of talked about the cast scales and that kind of stuff. And anything else you'd like to highlight? Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's interesting. Because on any given trip, we have some people that are real, you know, IPA or hazy fans. And then we get some porters and some stouts. And um, I tell you, on the last uh, trip, we went to, we did a, actually, in the last two trips to Scotland, we did a meet the brewer event with Overtone Brewing. And they're um, based out of uh, Glasgow. And and uh, uh, the first year we did it at a tap room, which is great. And this year, the brewer, Dan Miller, was like, hey, why don't you guys just come just come to the brewery and we'll just drink some beers there because they don't really have a tap room. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So we walked around the brewery and um, he had this little portable tap thing. Then, and, and he was tapping into the tanks nice. <laughs> and we were drinking these unbelievable um, IPAs and new England IPAs right out of the tank. And they were, they were, you know, as fresh as fresh can be. Cause they're all, you know, they were going to be, you know, uh, can and bottled in the next, you know, two to three days. And, uh, you know, so that, that experience, um, is one that just kind of, you know, even some people on the trip that weren't really into, uh, hazies or New England IPAs, um, they were like, wow, that, that was fantastic. Um, also on, uh, in the, on the England trip, we did a, a beer and pastry event at Brew York. And they do a lot of barrel aged uh, beers, um, and I tell you, those barrel aged uh, beers in combination with pastry—it um, almost sounds like it'd be kind of you know too sweet. But I tell you, the combination together. Um, each trip, I do a survey at the end, and that that trip received the highest rating of any event that we've done on any epic beer trip and people were saying man i I never really liked stouts right i never liked imperial stouts (laughs) i never ate like the bourbon barrel aged stout you know until that event um so those are a couple i think that i I can definitely uh 
put a finger on. Quick, quick question too about trips in terms of, is it, uh, you know, how often do you, are, are you taking trips? Is there specific times a year? You know, yeah, specific so this, this year we did three trips. Um, we did Scotland or England, Scotland, and we do Ireland, we'll do Ireland, the Republic of Ireland in, in September. Next year, we're adding a fourth trip. So next year, uh, early May, we'll do uh, the Northern Ireland loop. Um, and then uh, a few weeks after that, we'll, we will do um, Scotland. And then in June, we'll do um, the trip to England. And then in September, we'll do the Republic of Ireland. So uh, I'm going to add another trip next year. I try to avoid the summertime months um, just because it's peak travel and things tend to get a bit crowded. So, uh, you know, so I'm kind of trying to stay in that kind of May, early June, September, October. Those are the the windows. Um, And my goal is to um, add another trip in 2025. Um, I won't, uh, I won't, uh, add a trip or do a trip unless I've gone and actually scouted the trip and spent some time in that area. So the next one that's on the, uh, on the, uh, drawing board, if you will, uh, would be a, an Amsterdam, Belgium kind of oh, Netherlands. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'm, so, I'm writing that one down too, because I'm feel, feeling like that could be a good one for some lambics and some good dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Belgian beers and. A friend of mine, actually a, a buddy of mine, longtime friend, who's been on a couple of trips. He just he, he just spent a lot of time over in Belgium. So he just like he called me again today. When are you going to add that trip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like How- Bruce. You know, I'm like Bruce. I'll add it after I go there. So uh, he's probably going to go on the uh, Northern uh, Ireland Northern Loop trip, and we're probably going to the week after that in between Scotland. I think we're going to do a scouting trip over. Scouting trip. That sounds fun. So how long is a typical trip? Um, either seven days, six nights or six days, five nights. Okay. Yep. And what a lot of people are doing, or beer trippers are doing, they'll either come a couple days early, um, or stay a couple days after, or they'll like, uh, we just had, uh, um, Peyton's parents after the, uh, uh, six days, five nights in Scotland, uh, they took the train down to London and they hung out there for a couple days. So, uh. Uh, it's really worked out nice because people can then figure out some other things that they might want to do in an area, you know, near where we're going to be doing the beer trip. So uh, they can extend their vacation that way. I have some people uh, next year on the Scotland trip. They're actually going to stick around for a following the following week and play golf, too. They're going to go up uh, in Andrews and do yeah, go mix some golf and beer. That sounds like a pretty uh, epic a couple of weeks of a first. Yep. Yep. So out of all of the ones you have, are there, are there any that, that you get really excited about in terms of uh, breweries or pubs or, or that kind of thing that, that for you yeah, personally are? Yeah, it's a, that's a tough question to answer, but I'll tell you, it's a, it's the, it's a, it's one that just came on the scene and it's called walled city brewery. It's in Derry, uh, Northern Ireland. And, um, it's just one of those places I went there on a scouting trip uh, with my daughter. And uh, we went to do a scouting trip for Epic Beer Trips, but we also went, there's a TV show called Dairy Girls. Um, yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we loved the show. So we're like, oh, we have to go there. And, and uh, we did a, you know, Dairy Girls walking tour and then uh, a, a brewer 
um, from uh, Northern Monk. Uh, I told him I was going there. He goes, well, you need to go to Wall City Brewing. You know, so uh, it was a great trip. And uh, their beers were just fantastic. I had a beer that I've never had before. And um, it, it was an oyster stout. And uh-huh. mm. uh, it was an unbelievable beer experience. I, you know, I, I had a, I did like a flight of four or five samplers and I didn't put that on it. And our, uh, our server, uh, her name was Orla. Um, you know, and we were telling Orla is a character in the dairy girls as well, but Kurt, you, you really need to, you know, you really need to try that. And it was like, Oh man. Um, it was, it, 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 it's, you know, I'm thinking about all the beers I've had, since I started Epic Beer Trips, it's by far my favorite beer. And uh, um, and every beer I had there just was really good. So that's that's one of those walled city breweries and, and brewery and, and uh, Foyster, um, uh, Oyster Stout. That's right at the top of my list. Yeah, we had, there's a brewery in uh, Santa Rosa area called Hen House that makes an Oyster Stout using okay. oysters right out of the bay there in San Francisco. And We've yeah. I brought it back and we had it on. It's it. delicious. It, 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 a couple of us thought it was fantastic. Others thought it was the worst beer they ever had. So I think it's a. It might be an acquired taste on yeah. But I, I agree with I you. Totally, it's such a unique beer and 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 um, yeah, it's it's really good. For yeah. the record, everyone named Jeff on the podcast loved it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and that's all. That's all you need to know, right there. Yeah, there you go. Well, we also do this thing called the Epic Homebrew Reveal. So. Uh, um, I team up with uh, home brewers and brewers from around the world and we pick a beer style and um, then we just get together and talk about it. And then we go brew the beer, then we get back together and then we actually talk about the beer we made. And, and uh, um, we're just relaunching that, uh, that program. Cause the first couple we did, you probably think back to some of your first podcasts, you go, Oh man, it was, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, um, we we just I I have a a brewer um, named Cable Whitenack, a psych psych doc brewery. Um, he's a psychiatrist plus he's a brewer, but he's taken over as host. But you know, so we just did one on British Mild, Dark Mild. The next episode is going to be on stouts, and uh, um, I already brewed an oyster stout, so uh, um, it's bottle conditioning right now, and I I can't wait. Uh, to drink it and uh, um, we're actually going to do that uh, episode in conjunction with this uh, baklava tasting event that I do with the brew dog here and I tell you if you if you you know you can get baklava it's Greek pastry and get some stouts and some porters and do a little tasting event with that you can do it in your own living room <laughs> it's a it's a fantastic uh, beer and food experience that's cool We've been sitting on a lot of good barrel-aged specialty beers. I think, uh, Jeff, I think we've got, a, yeah. we've got an event to organize. Just yeah. To yeah. I'm doing oh. another one. I did one, and we had 35 people signed up for it. We're, we're going to do another one in October. And uh, and that's one, you know, when, when we do the beer trips, too, I always tell people to, uh, you know, plan on bringing beer home with them. I've yet to have anybody who's gone on an epic beer trip say, you know what, I just didn't get enough beer. <laughs> um, it's usually what I do when we set up the brewer things. We we drink there, but I always buy people. You know, just go pick a couple of the beers you like, take them with you, and uh, and I've been having up on those those beers that you know have a little life uh, shelf life to them. So uh, some barrel aged stouts and uh, some really good stuff that I have sitting around here that 
uh, will come in, in in nicely, you know, when I when I get to get to enjoy them. So you're, you're taking people to great breweries. You know, they're meeting the brewers. They're experiencing some unique beers. But as you mentioned at the top of the show, it's not just beer drinking. You, you've got other things planned in a day, and you, there's some time allowances for people to go find some things to do. What are some of the highlights? I hate to get off the topic of beer, by the way. This, this question pains me. But what are some of the highlights and extras between beer stocks on a trip? Yeah, it's, just, it's that having fun portion of the equation that I really think is is, is important. Um, cause, you know, people work hard and life can get kind of crazy. So you need to have fun and drinking beer is a lot of fun, but I also want to add other things in. And, and we went to Scotland the first time I reached out to uh, several lawn bowling clubs and going back to the first time before I had epic beer trips, I went there and I tried to go lawn bowling. It's kind of like bocce ball, but it's a little bit different. It's a bigger, you know, uh, kind of like a, like a 50 yard by 50 yard putting green kind of turf. And I tried to do that and, and they're all private clubs and no one would let me lawn bowl. So when I pulled up at beer trips, I found a club called Dean Bowling Club in Edinburgh, Scotland. And I said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to bring like, you know, we have 12 people, uh, this beer trip and we'd like to just come and do, if you guys could do like a clinic and just let us lawn bowl for some time, we'll pay for it. And, you know, so they got back to me and said, you know what? You don't have to pay. We're doing this event. Um, they have two soccer teams around Edinburgh, Edinburgh, the hearts and the Hibs. And every, once a year they, they develop, they split up the fans from each team and they do a competition. Um, these guys let us, they taught us how to lawn bowl. Of course they have a bar there with great beer and whiskey <laughs> and all that stuff. And, and they let us bowl with them. And the, you know, they're just the nicest people you're, you're ever going to meet. And uh, it was just one of those events before it, you know, people saw it on the trip plan. They're like, what's that? I'm like, just chill out. It'll be okay. Um, at the end of the trip and the follow-up survey, it was like, you know, the, their favorite <laughs> favorite activity. Uh, you know, they loved all the beer stuff too, but they just loved that activity because it gave them a chance to interact with the locals and really just have a lot of fun and drink beer at the same time. So, uh, you know, that's one. And over in Ireland, um, we go to a, a sheepdog uh, exhibition and watch the sheepdog uh, herd the sheep. It's unbelievable. Uh, you might have seen it on video, but when you see it live, it's just it's just awesome. And uh, that's what's one of those little additional things. Now, they don't sell beer there, but, you know, we 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 go to a brewery right after that. So it's, it's but <laughs> my experience in Ireland. It wasn't too far to find a pub. Yeah, no, they're everywhere. So uh, and really nice people to drink with too. So uh, um, so there's there's a couple, but then you know, just some of the outdoor activities like cliffs of war, um, sleeve leave uh, uh, cliffs that we'll see in Ireland, um, the Beatles magical mystery tour. Um, you know, even if you're kind of so so on the Beatles. It's really awesome because you, you who's know, so, who's so so on the Beatles? Yeah, well, you know, so, I don't even want to go down that that. Road. I know, yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to end angry. I'm having a good time. Yeah, but it's because I've had people go, well, you know, before I went on that that magical mystery tour, I was so so in the Beatles. You know, that's where I got that kind of saying. But then you go on, and then you you see where they all grew up and lived, and you listen to the songs, and you're on the bus, and people are singing, and you know, it's just it's just another just kind of a fun fun activity that we do. I, I'm going to call BS on that. You did not have beer trippers, people passionate about beer drinking that were so-so on the Beatles set. I know. <laughs> Those two things don't exist in the same universe. 
Well, the good news is after after the uh, the magical mystery tour, they were they were okay. You know, it, it has a happy ending. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we've traveled with a large group, does a fair amount of vibing through the day. Sometimes starting pretty early always leads to a story or two. Some can be shared, some can't. Uh, give us a great story from one of your trips. Yeah, you know, here's the interesting thing. I've yet to have anything happen on the trips that I've done that was like, oh, oh, we have a situation here. You know, Captain Kurt needs to get get in to fix the situation. We've not, we've yet to have that happen. Okay, so um, even better I, than us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there, there's one, and and it, and it was actually it was me. Um, I'll tell the story. So this was in England, and it was one of those days we started early. We went to um, uh, the Brewdog Outpost there and met with the brewer, did meet the brewer, and they have some really high ABV beers. I think they have a tactical nuclear penguin that's like a 33 <laughs> ABV. And, you know, so that's how we started the day. And then we went to Cloudwater after that. And, you know, I, and I said to uh, Hannah there, I'm like, you know, she poured the first, you know, we did like five different beers. The first one, I'm like, you, you can you can dial us back a little bit as far as you know volume. well she didn't you know so um we, we went there and then we hit some pubs and then we all kind of split up and i was with uh, um one of the beer trippers and we were going to eat somewhere and we were outside by this giant courtyard uh this was in manchester and this guy had a karaoke set up so uh i have a rule about karaoke and it's got to be I, I'll only do karaoke if it's three states away from where I reside. So uh, <laughs> I, I live in Ohio. I'm like, hey, this is good. I'm on, I'm in another country. So um, I did that song. There's a song called uh, uh, Fairy Cross the Mercy uh, by uh, uh, Gary and the Pacemakers, actually a Liverpool band that came out about the same time as the Beatles. So, uh, um, so I actually did that karaoke in the middle of this giant courtyard. And um you know, I can't really sing. Um, I couldn't really see the words, so I was making some things up. But uh, um, several, I, it stopped several people in their tracks. <laughs> <laughs> and I have video of it, but uh, I'm reluctant to share it. That's that. <laughs> so uh, that's great. Uh, yeah. So uh, on another note, kind of thing, Epic Beer Trips is committed to kind of making the world a better place. And you've got a bunch of charities you work with and support. Do you want to highlight a couple of those? Yes. Yeah, so it's my goal when I started this company um, to give away 20% of the profits every year to charity. So that's that's been my goal. So uh, um, so we're getting to the point where profitability is coming into play, which is good. Um, last year, 2022 was our first year. Um, and I even that year, I even gave I gave, you know, uh, six thousand dollars to charity, um, even though <laughs> it was, the profitability wasn't that high. But uh, um, but it's just something I believe in and I, I, I want to do. So I, I give money to the uh, uh, Delaware County uh, Humane Society, um, like helping kind of, you know, animals and, and kids and, and people that can't be their own advocates and. Um, so I also gave a trip to, uh, a pediatric center in Louisville who they used it at one of their annual auctions and they were able to raise, I think like $7,500 out of that. Um, there's an event here in Columbus where I live called soup fest. Um, it's this, uh, an event that started just with some knucklehead guys sitting around and they started in their little apartment complex and now it's grown to. I don't know, nearly a thousand people. 
get together and listen to music, drink beer and eat soup um, and may raise money for um, various charities around Columbus, Ohio. So I'm also a contributor uh, to that. So uh, um, so that's where I'm at now. I always kind of have the radar uh, up for other opportunities to help. And, um, you know, every little bit helps these nonprofits and charities make a difference. Very commendable. Thank you. Yes, Captain Kurt, thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for taking time to share your story with us. I appreciate the opportunity. And and if anybody is interested in any of our trips, we're actually um, in a few days going to launch the uh, the trips for 2024. Just go to epicbeertrips.com. That's epicbeertrips.com. For some reason, people want to change the name of my company to Epic Beer Tours, but (laughs) (laughs) epicbeertrips.com. Because um, it's beer trippers, not beer tourers, yeah, exactly. which is hard to say and harder to say after beer. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I think, you know, people, can they, tours to me it sounds like something like, I don't know, really old people would do, you know, on a bus. And, you know, it just that's not what we do. You know, um, we're about traveling the globe, drinking beer and having fun in, in small groups. Fantastic. Epicbeertrips.com. And you can follow them on Instagram like we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, thanks again for having me and, uh, you know, look forward to meeting you all in person someday. Us too. We're ready for it. I know I'm ready for a trip. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. (laughs) And listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Visit our newly updated website. I like your podcast.com. And we'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer.